Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Help! I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a special Sunday quick episode of help i suck at dating we had to do this we don't have to do it of course we don't have to do anything but we wanted to do this um jared especially wants to do this obviously because because there was uh, a big proposal in bachelor nation biggest proposal of the year perhaps and um yeah we just want to take a second to talk about it so uh i don't know if you guys saw kaylin's instagram post the other day but kaylin proposed to me kaylin proposed to you we said so when kaylin was on the podcast she said she was going to do it before years (laughs) over and it's still 2022 so she stuck to her promise did you know it was coming she squeaked it in i she she is suspicious that i think that she thinks that i knew that it was coming but i had no idea she just said maybe a few weeks ago or a month ago that to save december 13th at 2 30 because she's got a date planned for me and i thought she just like <laughs> what i thought it was was i've i've been talking to her about wanting to do the there's like a speedway here in vegas where you can like drive a ferrari around a racetrack and i'm mm-hmm. like that sounds so cool and we've like tried to do it in the past like when my brothers are here but it hasn't worked out and so i thought that she was like just planning like this fun thing that i've wanted to do for a long time and then we started driving in the opposite direction so i was like okay it can't be that and then I was like, oh, you're taking me on a helicopter ride over Red Rocks because we've been talking about wanting to do that for a long time, too. And then we pull up and, and like she hadn't told me anything of what we were doing or anything like that. And then we pull up and I see horses and I look at her and I go, you son of a gun, because she knows I. I it's not that I hate horses. I just have a fear of them. I don't trust them. And they're so powerful and big and muscular and strong that like if a horse doesn't like you yeah, and you're nothing. on it. Good luck because, yeah, you're going to get dragged. You're going to break some bones. And it's nothing that you're doing wrong, theoretically. Like, I, you know, I grew up riding motorcycles. I still ride motorcycles. A motorcycle 
doesn't have ulterior motives. A motorcycle does what you tell it to do 100% of the time. A horse is not so much. Yeah. So I, people make that comparison sometimes. Not a good comparison in my book. No, a I would horse, agree. A motorcycle uh, doesn't have alternative motives uh, until um, the future comes and the machines turn on us. But that's still a long yes. ways away. I Sentience would, is still a ways away. Yeah. I would agree. I've never felt less in control or less powerful than when I was on a horse because I agree my horse there, you know, they tell you like, Oh, go like this to go left, go like that to go right. And then go like this to stop the horse. And then we were trotting. And then I went like this to stop the horse and the horse didn't stop. And I was like, Oh my God, this is all, this is literally all I have. There's nothing else I can do. And then finally the horse slowed down after a couple seconds, but for a good three seconds, I was like, I got nothing. I'm done. Right. And like the way that I keep keep rationalizing it in my head is like, oh, well, it's a horse. And like, it doesn't want to do anything crazy. It's not going to try to hurt itself. But like, it could stumble. I was getting on my horse and I still had no idea what her plan was. But we, I was just getting on the horse to like start the ride. And it was like a big horse. But I was like, I was like asking the girl that was guiding us. I was like, hey, this this horse can support my weight, right? Like, you know, I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm, I'm heavy. And Kaylin, Schwarzenegger, get out of here. That horse, you're like a fly on the back of that horse. I'm a bigger than average human being. I would definitely say that's true. That horse has no issue carrying your tiny ass. Okay. So Kaylin underreported my weight. She thought I weighed 185 pounds. I am 200 pounds on a good day. And I was getting (laughs) on the horse and I was like, can this horse support my weight? And the guide goes, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. This horse can support up to 200 pounds. And I was like, up to two. Like, I am 200 pounds. Right around 200. You're telling buddy. me you can. Like, if I get on an elevator and the weight limit is 1,000 pounds and I'm looking around and we're at 1,000 pounds, I'm getting off the elevator. You know oh, what I mean? I like, that's you don't want to be on the upper end of that spectrum. No. Always want to be below. I think about that with planes, too. Anytime Ashley's luggage is overweight and it's like 60 pounds, I'm like, listen, what if every single person on this plane has an overweight bag are we going to be able to you know get up to thirty thousand yeah. feet or are we getting dragged down here people well the the sidebar the airplane thing is ridiculous to me you can't have over 50 pounds in your checked luggage oh but if i just move it to my carry-on then it's okay uh excuse me the same amount of weight is going on the airplane what is the purpose of me having to move weight out of this bag and put it in this bag if it's all going on the airplane it's all a money scheme it's all it is it is I it know. really is Anyways, back to the story. So get on the horse. I'm terrified because the horse is big, but we're walking and like, it's not like stumbling, but I'm like looking at its shoulders as it's clomping around. And I'm like, this horse is so mad because it's working so much harder than it wanted to right now. And I don't have the knowledge to, you know, wrangle it in any certain direction. Like you're saying, you pull left, you want to go left, but sometimes it doesn't happen. So I'm kind of freaking out. I'm like obviously a big advocate for like facing my fears and doing things that frighten me. I was telling Kaylin, this scenario was my nightmare because the reward isn't worth the risk. If you go skydiving, the reward is amazing. You have an incredible adrenaline rush. You have so much fun. And yeah, there's a lot of risk involved, but riding a horse, in my opinion, is not fun. So I'm taking on a lot of risk to do something that isn't fun. I don't understand. Like the math doesn't math for me. Well, on that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, how fast are you going on this horse? We didn't even get up to a gallop. It was a walk. The My whole time. point being, what is your risk? I mean, you can get thrown off the horse. 
Do yeah. you honestly think at a walking pace that you are going, you are in, I mean, you could maybe break a bone. I'm not denying this. Yeah. Like you fall wrong, but the horse I don't think is trampling you. So if you're telling me that the risk of death with skydiving, you find more bearable than the risk of potentially a broken pinky finger by falling off a horse yeah. that's walking. Yeah, so if we were to like put it on a graph, you know, like uh, maybe like the y-axis would be risk and the x-axis would be reward. Skydiving is somewhere in the upper right-hand corner. High risk, but high reward. Horseback riding at any speed, high risk, low reward. So it's too no, no, far no. to the no left of the graph. There's The risk I find you're, you're over, you, no, it's not that high of a risk. Well, not even galloping on a horse. Well, just walking, okay. trotting. We were walking through like a riverbed, so it was sandy and rocky, and every step he took, I was like, what if this is the step where he snaps an ankle, falls to the ground, rolls over to the side, rolls up on my bad leg? That horse weighs, you know, 1,000, 1,500 pounds. Yeah, I have no idea how much a horse leg, weighs. Bro. It's not going to feel good at you all. Could, it could shatter a leg. It could literally, if it, if it just like rolled an ankle, turned onto its side, I'm not bailing in time to get off out of the way of this horse falling on top of me. And then all of a sudden I'm on the ground and this 1500 pound beast is on top of me scrambling to get back up. Who knows where it's thrashing and thrawing about. It could kick me. It could do anything. You don't know. The thing is, you don't know. Would you so, rather have the thousand pound horse fall awkwardly on your leg or splat on the ground from 5,000 feet in the air? Well, the, obviously the horse, but the thing is a parachute a parachute doesn't have a brain of its own to have a reaction to something. Like if there's a mouse that scurries across the path, maybe the horse, you know, rears and I fly off the back. There's the possibilities are endless. You know, I feel like you're a giving horses a bad name, bro. I I am anti-horse. It's my one fear. That's like like there are other fears. Yeah, okay, being poor or <laughs> going to jail. Sure, but like. It's my one legitimate rational fear that I have fear. in like every rational fear. Yeah, there you go. It makes me and so Kayla happy. Knew this. It makes me so happy that Kaylin planned an engagement around your fear after you dragged her through that 11 mile, talk about high risk, dangerous hiking adventure to get to a beautiful beach in which you had a beautiful engagement and it was quite fantastic. But it makes me happy that she didn't do something that you wanted to do. She was like, you know what? I'm going to do something that I want to do. And it just so yeah. happens that Dean is also quite terrified of this. So you know what? He's going to have to conquer his fear. And then that is when I, Kaylin Miller-Keys, will propose to Dean. Yeah, that was the rationale behind it. She was like, you made me face my fear on the hike of heights. And so I'm going to make you face your fear of horses and propose to you there. Um, she did run over her alternative plans. Like this was like her D option. I think number one, she wanted to do, have you ever seen like the zero gravity airplanes where they take you up really high and then drop really fast and you have like zero gravity. She wanted to do that, but it's like way too expensive. She wanted to get my brothers out here and go on a rock climbing trip and do it there. But those are like my things. Like you're saying, those are like things that I would enjoy, which don't get me wrong. I would love those things, but she wanted to do something similar to what I did with her, where it was my thing that I wanted to do. And I knew she'd have a good time and it would all work out that way. So she was like, yeah, I'm going to take Dean on something that's going to make him face his fears like he had to do to me. So we rode on these horses for not even very long, like 20 minutes out into the desert. 
<laughs> and it was fun. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, it, it did, it did ease my, my, my like hesitancy with horses. It did, you know, kind of bring me around a little bit and we rode out and then we, you know, stopped for a water break or whatever. And then she got down on a knee and asked me to marry her, which is really nice. It was a nice experience. Uh, it was something that we had planned to do ever since we agreed that we wanted to get engaged that, you know, I would propose to her and she would then propose to me because, you know, I, I do believe that when a guy asks a girl to marry her, that is her basically agreeing, of course, agreeing to marry him. So it's like, yes, you're both ha- serving your part or your role in the relationship by asking and then the other person saying yes. But I wanted it to kind of be like a, uh, I wanted her to get the experience of like asking me the same question because it, I don't know, it, it does kind of go both ways where it's like, well, like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, I want to marry you. And she said, yes. And so now I want her to ask to marry me. And so I can say, yes. it's kind you of like exchanging vows when getting married, because it's not like one person at the altar says, will you be, you know, take me as your lawful, whatever the hell they say. I can't remember. It was years ago. Anyway, it's not like one person says it and the other person says yes. And they're like, OK, good to go. It's like you both yeah. say and you both say yes. So I understand right. the logic where you said, we, I want both of us to propose and I want both of us to say yes. Yeah, we're equal partners. And I wanted, I think both of us wanted to feel like equal partners in the engagement process. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to 
a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you make her sweat it out? Did you say yes immediately? Or were you like, mm. <laughs> ooh, well, mm. I do hate horses. I should have. I, I did it. It was kind of abrupt. Uh, similar to how I did it, there was no like pre-speech where it was like, I love you so much. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Blah, 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 blah. Will you marry me? It was just like a quick, will you marry me? And I was like, oh my gosh, of course. Yes, I would love to. And so now I have uh, two rings. Two rings on her Which finger. one did she give you? The one on your pinky? No, that's that. I've worn that for a while. Uh, two rings oh, on my is, ring yeah. finger. Which one did she? Give I you? always wore this one. Obviously, I, I've worn that since like six months into our relationship, and then she gave me this one. Very nice. Which is nice. Yeah, it's nice. So I got some more jewelry. There's a nice inscription on the inside that says Velcro forever on it because uh, it, early on in the relationship, I did Nick's podcast and I called her Velcro, and it's kind of been like our, our little joke. So. Uh, there's an inscription on the inside, and now I've got a nice ring. But my question now is, like, when we get married... Do you wear both? Is she going to put a third ring on my finger? Or do mm-hmm. I take these rings off and then have ask her to put them back on my finger when we get married? Well, usually, like, for me, I never wore any type of engagement ring. This is my wedding band. So during engage- yeah. when I was engaged, I got nothing on my hands. And then, obviously, when I got married, that's when the wedding band went on. So I'm imagining that's your engagement and wedding band that she gave you. Mm-hmm. So you'll still wear... Two rings if you choose, unless you move on from the first one. Yeah. I was thinking I would get myself a, a, a wedding band like you have, but I would put it on my other hand, on my right hand. I think you're just confusing everybody now. I just want to, I want an excuse to wear rings. I like rings. I'm a ring guy all of a sudden. I think they're cool. It's like a minimalistic piece of jewelry that doesn't get in the way of anything. It's not uncomfortable. You never have to take it off. Do you wear when you rock climb? Oh, yeah, which I know is a bad idea. Are you ever afraid of just your finger getting ripped off by a rock? You know, you hear stories of that happening, but you there's, there's a story for everything these days. Like my brother, for instance, is married and rock climbs quite a bit. 
he always takes his off because he's worried about it. I, um, uh, I guess I'm just an idiot and I, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen to me until it does. And then I'm boom, all of a sudden without and a then finger. That's your story now. That's, that would be my story. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Um, I uh, thank you, Jared, for letting me talk about my engagement, my second engagement. Um, whatever helps ratings, <laughs> whatever helps rating. <laughs> it was interesting to experience it again. Like, you know, we already got engaged. We're already proposed or proposed and engaged to get married. It was, it was a cool experience to get to do it again. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think Ashley should propose to me now. I don't think that's happening. I don't know if you heard that. doesn't sound like that's going to happen. It no. was cool. I would recommend it. If anyone's thinking about joint proposals or dual proposals and they're in a relationship, um, it was a good experience for both of us, I think. Uh, maybe we can get Kayla on one of these days to talk about it, maybe I from her like side. Wait a minute. Yeah, so you're saying so. there's no chance? Like, you, So we would never... Ashley doesn't want to renew, ne ever renew our vows, hmm. which I'm totally down with. But you would never propose just for shits and giggles now to be like, hey, let's renew our love in some different way? That's a no, guys. Maybe she'll come around one of these yeah, days. Yeah, one of these knows. days. Um, all right, well, listeners, if you're out there and you're still listening to this podcast, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday's special bonus episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, Jared, as always, thank you for joining us. Glad Anytime. you got the Wi-Fi figured out. Maybe go, maybe go get a cup of coffee, man. You look tired over there. Dude, I definitely, that's all I've been thinking about. I'm like, I need more coffee in my life right now. I've only had one cup. I'm usually three deep now. I like how also, is Ashley just sitting on the floor in the room next to you? She's right there. It's kind of, I'm jealous. I wish Kaylin was on the floor next to me. It's very nice. It's like playtime. Be sure to tune in to Thursday's episode because we have a great co-host with us. Jenna Cooper will be joining us and you're not going to want to miss that. She's a fantastic person. Um, and she talks a lot about stuff that was in the headlines yeah. a few years ago. And it's she's very open and candid about it. So, uh, yeah. And uh, interesting podcast. Definitely check it out Thursday. Yeah, check that out. Thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, tune in Thursday where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City, in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. 
I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 